0: ChatGPT, music, movies, and Hallmark. Yes, Hallmark. This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is brought to you by the Mac Voices Slack, available to all patrons of Mac Voices. Sign up today at patreon.com/slash Mac Voices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, our Mac Voices Live panel wraps up a discussion of ChatGPT from a whole lot of different angles, including movies and music and more. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. Jeff, I want to go back to something you said a minute ago, but before this fits in more with this part of the discussion. um, But I'm throwing an article in from Forbes where um, the uh, (laughs) – calm down. Calm down. (laughs) Forbes, well, this was everywhere. Um, that the artist Grimes uh, told fans to deep fake her music and she'll she will partner with him and split 50% of the royalties, um, with anything AI generated, just like she would have with any other collaborators.
1: So, I haven't read this. My off the cuff interpretation is that Grimes is saying. I will let you generate using AI content that appears to be mine, but now I own it and I'll share 50% of what I own with you.
0: Jeff, that's, uh, that's a great point. And, you know, it's, again, as usual, you don't have all the, the, the subtle nuances of meaning with what these articles come for. But I, I did feel like this is someone that instead of, because uh, was it Drake in the Weekend Uh, had, you know, there's something ripped off from them and they were having a stroke over it and trying to sue to get it off the streaming services. And there was a big kerfuffle, I guess, a week or two ago about this. And here's Grimes kind of leaning into it and saying, okay, you want to deepfake my voice? Go ahead. And I'll, I'll take 50%. So instead of resisting and fighting it, she's kind of going with it. And at least in theory, maybe not having to do the work. Yeah, so
2: so this is sounds quite, like a good way for her to get some publicity.
0: Well, that too, I mean, Jim. I
2: agree. It's not not exactly Taylor Swift.
3: That too, but also I'm thinking, you know, isn't isn't this, you know, can you imagine, you know, some number of years hence that uh, you know any sort of creative property, you know, will have the ability to be highly customized by uh You buy AIs that can change scenery, voice, you know, different parts of the story, uh, you know, so that I can imagine, I don't know, maybe a generation, maybe two generations from now, people look back at, you know, our ideas of, you know, watching a movie uh, as being, oh, you mean, I can't enter the script, I can't change it, you know, I can't explore different uh, ideas within that, you know, I think that they'll... (coughs) That will look uh, sort of as old and quaint as uh, as silent uh, movies are to us today. So, um, you know, I, I agree that uh, she's doing this as a way to get, uh, you know, f- free publicity. But I also think it's uh, a way that a younger artist is looking at uh, t- technology and figuring out what does it mean and how to incorporate it, you know, to, uh, to make money uh, in the future.
2: Mark, you're you're kind of describing an industry that's already much larger than the movie and television industry, video games.
3: I know, but uh, we, there's all sorts of other media that uh, you know can be augmented and replaced. You know, it's you know, video games is not the only media in the world.
0: And mark your comments.
3: Are so, you, no, because
2: you know you 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 play. Everybody experiences video games their own path, and 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 whatnot. Um. And yet movies and TVs aren't replaced if anything. They're bigger than ever, but they're, they're nowhere near as big as, as video games. So I, you know, I'm not, and people still read books. So I, I'm not sure about this.
3: Um, uh Okay, Jim. Let's meet in fifty. Let's meet in fifty years uh, and uh, and take a look back and see what happens. Because I'm not claiming this is absolutely new, but I'm when I look at it, I mean, it seems to me there's a big barrier to entry in creating, uh, you know, video games and uh, you know for bringing into this other technology in. You know, is is this not what you know uh, we? Are hearing about, you know, Apple talking about augmented reality and all their authoring tools that they can bring down the cost, that they can make this much more prevalent, you know, because, you know, a lot of places can't afford, you know, the content creation budget that a video game student Well,
2: you know, there's a couple of examples of industries where, you know, already this has happened. Uh, One would be photography. And I think now there's maybe 10% of the professional photographers that there were 30 years ago. And I kind of have an immediate connection to that because one of my customers built an app uh, for a vertical app for photographers to, you know, run their businesses. And so, you know, he's gone out of business because most of his photographer, you know, uh, you know, customers have gone out of business. because. People just don't hire photographers at nearly the rate that they used to because, you know, everybody just now everybody's got a phone, even even before that with digital cameras. So, you know, mm-hmm. that's an example where, you know, basically people just I, do it themselves.
1: Typesetters think- and
2: other re- related, you know, uh, I remember early in my career and I used to have typesetting done for ads and things like that. And we we're once sitting down having a discussion with this woman. And I, would, I was telling her, you know, like, you need to find a new career. This was, you know, in the late 80s, and she thought she was going to retire as a typesetter. And I'm like, that's not going to happen. But she didn't want to hear it. So I don't know what happened to her, but I think she was in her 40s, and that needed another 20 years. And I don't think she got a 20-year run out of typesetting.
3: Well, I think you're just, uh, you know, illustrating things that prove my point, that as as a technology uh, comes available that uh, drives down the cost of uh, creation of different types of media, it's going to become much more widespread and omnipresent.
0: Mark, your comments are especially interesting, and I'm sorry, I I want to give accurate uh attribution to this i think it was tom merritt's daily tech news show but i'm not sure but just today as we record this at least this this morning unless something changed and i haven't seen it yet um the the motion picture and tv writers guild went on strike yes. and apparently somewhere yeah. deep down in what, the the list of of disputed issues are attempts by the uh i guess the studios to to excuse me by the writers to prohibit the use of chat gpt for script writing and i and and that's as far as i can go because i don't have the details and i don't have a link for it but i did hear it and it, it now it's coming back to me in this conversation that you know are they i mean what are they doing are they trying to preserve the humanity of the creative process or are they just fighting the future I don't have an answer for that. No, no. Huh. You
2: know, I, I, I think you know that somebody at some point called these AIs. That's extremely misleading, and mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, that's not what they are. I mean, it's an autocomplete statistical engine. Uh, I, you know, n- we are nowhere near, in my opinion, where writers guild needs to worry about chat GPT. Um, you know, a, a television show, you need the best writing, which you know, even with humans, it's often not very good. But um
0: Jim, you know have you,
2: have you, have uh, you... but if poor writing it will kill a, a you know a multi-million dollar production. So you know saving uh you know fifty thousand dollars by using chat GPT that that's not going to work. I mean, somebody may try it, they're going to lose their shirt.
0: Jim, have you seen some of go. what's on TV? Oh, hey Mark, thanks. Tell us where we can find you. I didn't realize you had to go. Tell us find Twitter.
3: At Twitter @MARKFUCCIO. Okay. Great. Thanks I'll so, so much for being here. Part 2 on I look forward to hearing the rest of the discussion. All right. <laughs> Take night care. Everybody. Good night. Okay, bye.
2: I, I I've seen Jim. little bits of what you're talking about, Chuck but only very little bits because i will not waste my time with that crap.
0: Well, see, and that's like that's that's kind of my point is some of the i mean i'm not going to call any names for shows because sooner or later I'll, I'll i'll step on somebody's favorite celebrity. But i i turned on tv last night by mistake um that went to one of the networks and i i mean i watched for maybe 10 minutes because i was more stunned than anything that this could pass for entertainment at this at this point in time it just it's unbelievable you know so. I,
2: I have for 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 decades you know marveled and you know at something I've seen on TV, also commercials sometimes and I think you know this had to go through all kinds of committees and approvals and all down the line all these people were like, yeah this is great you know we're green lighting this. I'm like what what the you know what is wrong with you people? But on the other hand, there's a, a lot of brilliant stuff, too, um, and I think more than ever. Um, so you know, there's a lot of stuff. I'm like, wow, this writing is just incredible.
0: Um, David, you found I, um, a New York Times article um, on the uh, on what I guess I'm talking about. Did you mm-hmm. have a chance to to look at it and
4: summarize it, or tell us what we're what they're objecting to? Well, they're objecting to the fact that it's you know. It could take over what they do, um, but they also are objective to the fact that it's something that they could, it could make it easier for them to write things, um, because it's, you know, artificial intelligence, but I know there's a fine line. I'm not a writer, so I can't really make the comment either way. Is, is this something that, uh, that is good for this type of profession, um, but I think the writers have more of a problem of the fact that the, what they're being paid uh, is is horrible, and and, and then they're, they're and their working conditions have gone have become worse and worse. And I mean, there was comments about the Tonight Show and the way Jimmy Fallon was was dealing with his writers. And I think it's been it's been fifteen years since the last time this this group has gone on strike. So this, this could be something pretty ugly. But as far as the point of the AI though is. Yeah, it's it's hard to say with writing. I mean, Jeff probably have a, would have a better, probably a better comment than I would. But
1: I'll tell you where I could see uh, an LLM system being able to take over full script writing, and uh, it just bear with me because at first you're going to be like, "No way can you write a movie that people watch using LLM." But Hallmark Channel, Hallmark. is very open about the fact that they have a, uh, it's a formula. And every movie's designed so that you can hop in at any point and know where you are. The movies are designed so that you can be working on your holiday dinner with the movie playing in the background. And it doesn't matter which one it is, you know where you are in the movie. You feed all of the scripts for all of these Hallmark movies into an LLM and, uh, and then just tell it, I want there's, to have big there's city. There's been a Hallmark
2: girl. movie generator on the internet for years already. Well,
1: there you go. <laughs> now you can make those even better by using but, an LLM. Let,
2: let, let me tell you, you know, it's much more fun if you pay attention. And, you know, we we actually do watch quite a few Hallmark movies and I, I, I love them. It's like, you know, you know, it's going to be a happy ending. Sure. And, and then. And then
0: Jim is about to is, get thrown out of the out of the chat for admitting that he is watching the whole, movies, folks.
2: So. The, the whole fun of it is figuring out everything that's going to happen in the first five minutes. And my wife is like totally. She's like, I, "I'll be like, you know, we'll get ten minutes, and I'm like, okay, that's you know, this is what you know." And she's like, "How do you know that?" But you know, I do that with regular shows too, Easy. because you know, writers think a certain way. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, it's a, you, you know, it's a narrative form and you know what kind of, so I, I do that with a lot of regular shows too, you know, because you, you know, like, okay, you know, you can, you can tell like, well, this person's not going to, can't be killed because of, you know, some this or that. And, and you know, this has got to resolve. And so a lot of times you can figure it out like, you know, 20 minutes in to an hour <laughs> show, like, oh yeah, this is, this is how this is going to work out.
4: Oh, you know, sure. Many of our significant others love watching those movies, and and I've and I've gotten stuck sitting through one of them, and I know <laughs> the whole storyline's going to go from start to finish. Oh, they're they're living happily there ever after. Oh, it's just so yeah. Okay, that that's mm-hmm.
1: real world. But,
2: and, oh, <laughs> but part that, of what that, makes that, those that, entertainment is not supposed to be the real world.
1: Yeah, no, that's true point. Yeah. the real yeah.
2: world is horrible. I don't want to watch that for my downtime. <laughs>
1: Now while while we bag on on the Hallmark channel and the movies there's a reason why Hallmark channel does so well and the movies keep bringing in money and why there there are people out there who make a living cranking out like 12 scripts oh. movie scripts a year for Hallmark and and it, it's because people like the comfort that goes along yeah. with knowing right. that what's what's coming and uh you know we live in a world that's so seriously messed up in so many ways yeah. and if watching a formulaic movie is going to help someone feel comfortable and better about their world then you know what fire up the hallmark channel and uh and just start watching
0: you know we, i we, I really we, actually go ahead well, we all do it I mean that's that's why Netflix is so popular, and there was so much discussion over apple t v plus because apple t v plus was not going to have any reruns. they were not going to have any back catalog for you to go back as comfort viewing. they were only going to be producing new shows, so whether it's home and I believe me, I am if anything, I feel like Hallmark is offensive, but <laughs> you know, yes. it, we, we all engage in that behavior. It just, you know, is it, is it World War II movies or is it, you know, cop shows or or God help us, you know. Um, is it Star Trek? It, well, is it Star
1: how Trek? Many time, ha, ha, how many times have you seen every single uh, original series episode of Star Trek?
0: I'm not going to confess to that.
2: <laughs> and, do you really think the Hallmark panel
0: channel is offensive? Yeah, I really do. I mean, it, it's it, because What's it's because offensive about it because it's not my thing. It insults my intelligence. Because, as Jeff said, you know, I mean, if if I've, I've read some articles on this, they almost have it down to like the minute that that okay, you know, this little plot twist happens, and then ten minutes later, this little plot twist happens. They really aren't twists; they just are. They're kind of expected, mm-hmm.
1: but, but it just that's it, on purpose. So, of course, You don't, don't have to pay a, attention know. and you still know where you are in the movie.
0: Yeah, but, but it just, my God, NCIS, you know, NCIS, you know, Miami, NCIS, you know, Iowa City. I mean, it's just, it's the same thing over and over. Hey, come on,
1: NCIS Dubuque, yeah, we, that, wow. that one's got it going on.
0: Yeah, no, no offense to the people in Iowa or Dubuque, but you know, it's just it's a, it's just the same thing over and over. And it, at some point, you start to say, "Okay, I understand hmm. why it's a good thing that TV shows get canceled because after a while, they just there's just nothing else to to, to do or say." So, uh, hey, Jeff, I, you uh, know, uh, I actually
2: ahead, like Hallmark movies. If I'm in a certain mood, it's like this is great. That's what I want. I mean, I also watch edgier stuff, you know, much edgier stuff, too. But sometimes, you know, and I've probably seen 75 Allmark movies over the past six years. And, you know, they one thing you'll notice is, you know, they're obviously very successful because they're putting a lot more money into them than they did five, six years ago.
1: Um, you you, you,
2: You can tell the production quality has gone way up and you know i'll even say i think the writing is better and you know sometimes you can't figure out how it's going to turn out until a half hour into it rather than ho- only 10 minutes
0: um well, it's like it's like
2: drugs. And, 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 and 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 a lot of them are like little travel logs you know like they're they're just sort of set pieces you know it's the same plot but now we're going to do it in glacier park or now we're going to do it in a tropical island and you know it's just sort of like you know you could say well uh, you know a travel log that, there's no plot to that. The writing is, you know, is not very good, right? But yet, sometimes you won't, you like watching a, a, a travel you know. Well, you know, a lot of like I find a lot of the Hallmark movies are like that. It's like, oh, this is just really pretty, and some stuff's going on that sort of loosely holds my attention. But uh,
0: it's it's like drugs, Jim. If you know, better quality drugs get you <laughs> more customers. <laughs> Well
2: like I just said they're they're obviously pulling in, you know, oh more and more.
1: It's yeah. big business.
0: It is mm-hmm. big big business. Hey Jeff, I wanted we're we're pretty much out of time but there's one thing I wanted to go back to. You had said something about um ChatGPT generating these, you know, two and three page long articles. And mm-hmm. I'm putting in the, putting in a chat room something I was saving from last week that you can use uh ChatGPT to summarize obnoxiously long pdfs so i have this vision of of doing chat gpt platforms you know one spitting out long long form and then another one taking that and condensing it back down and then feeding it back over and having it break up break it up the long
1: form then back down uh, and, and how and how long does it take before it completely breaks down into total gibberish
0: it, it, yes. Or you know, like, my like fear take is,
1: something in English, translate it to, to Russian and then back to English and keep going back and forth. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah and my
2: fear is that's the whole internet is going to, you know, that's going to happen to the entire internet and they're going to start taking, you know, not only what you're saying, well, maybe it is what you're saying. They're going to take, you know, the output of these chat LLMs is going to be the input to next year's LLMs.
1: I, right? They're going to, they're going to yeah,
2: train them on the I'm output. I'm
1: with you on that. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And and that I'm really alarmed about.
0: Yeah, Eric really you know, like that. <laughs> what? Eric really liked that. <laughs> yeah, for some <laughs> reason that really tickled him. I don't. It's a total disaster. <laughs> oh.
1: so, Chuck, Chuck, I did an experiment um with uh with uh, a piece that I wrote a few weeks ago, where I wrote the whole thing, and it was done, and uh, And I gave ChatGPT the prompts to write my piece to see what it would do. And it generated a piece that seemed plausible. There were errors in it. And it was like styrofoam. I mean, it it was shocking just how bland it was. And, And I'm looking at that and I'm like, okay, yeah. I am still better than a computer. I'm still better than a uh a large language model. Um but uh anyhow it, it was really interesting and if if you do any writing it's it's just an interesting little experiment to have ChatGPT write something that you already wrote and see how it compares.
0: Yeah. And and I, listen, I think at this point, you should be out there experimenting with ChatGPT to learn about it and see you know, how it might affect you. I know people that swear by it. I know people that swear at it. But to, to keep yourself in the dark is just a mistake. A mistake. I,
1: I agree. And my experience right now, it's telling me that... If if you are if you are blindly trusting ChatGPT for whatever it is, you're making a mistake because, like Jim and I have both pointed out on many occasions, Jim even tonight already, and so I'm reiterating what he said. These these are not intelligent systems; these are systems that figure out the next word based on statistic probability. It's scary.
4: It's scary. But it's but it's
1: interesting too. It it is. I mean, it's fascinating to see what uh, what an LLM will write versus what I write.
2: Well, and it can't write anything better than its training data.
1: True. This is what would make a hallmark LLM so so good because they have what thousands of scripts to work from. Feed all those in.
2: I don't think it would be good.
0: I don't think you could tell the difference, but we'll leave it. Th- we'll leave it there. I'm going to give uh, Eric. I want to give Eric the last the last word um, from our chat, where he says uh, regarding some of our other our earlier TV comments. It's like watching a western, a known formula, and that's a perfect example. Eric, you're absolutely right. There are very few surprises in very few westerns. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: they're all watchable. Well, okay, well, not all of
1: them. There are a few really good watchable ones.
0: Yeah, but they're also something that if that's your thing, to put them on in the background, like Jim does. You know,
2: I, I don't. I I do not put them on in the background. I, Jim, I watch I, them.
0: Jim, yeah, I'm listen, sorry, you, I'm
2: doubling down on this. The,
0: the, there, there was a quote here earlier that you said you had to be in the right mood. I don't want to know what that mood is. I, I it's really a don't. mood
2: that I I want to be I'm, you know happy. Like either. maybe I'm maybe I'm stressed about something. And, and you know, those movies, they make me smile. So, so I'm in the mood where I w- I want to smile. That's like some people want to drink wine. I don't drink wine. You know, or anything else.
0: Uh, I, it's like I don't know you, Jim. I just, you don't know me. <laughs> it's, 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 I'm just, I'm terrified. Wait, you think I'm Jim, a Jim, if you were to what? watch Hallmark
1: movies all day long, I will... F- I, I fully support you doing that.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Good for you. Jim. And, yeah, and I'm not I, I, saying I, that in a, in a jerk way. Seriously. If Hallmark movies make you happy, watch Hallmark movies.
2: You know, I always I, I also like watching very dark British murder mysteries.
4: So Nothing wrong with that. Huh? Nothing wrong with that.
1: Yeah, I mean, that teaches you never go into the woods in the UK because you will be killed. Yeah. Never travel to a small village in England alone, because you will be killed.
0: Unless it's a Hallmark movie, and then you'll meet the love
1: of your
4: life. <laughs> right.
1: Yes, but you're not going to go into the woods. But you're not oh. going to go into the woods alone. Well, but going to woods to get a Christmas tree, right? But you're not alone when you do that.
2: Oh, yeah, but at, at least some quirky character will solve my murder, and
1: that's true.
0: And then the quirky character falls in love and meets the love of their life. Wow, yeah. let's get no. out of here. That, no, no, let's, let's get it. out of here. It's no, no, <laughs> they, they not, on a, not on a, you know, not on
2: Vera yeah. or Shetland or Hinterland or, no. Uh, there's some dark stuff on British TV.
1: Jim, have you ever watched Blackpool? <laughs> have
2: Road? Wa- have watched what?
1: Blackpool. Maybe. It, it's it has uh, David Tennant in it. Okay. And, and
2: um, it's set um, in
1: London. No, it's set in Blackpool. Um, oh, and uh, I know well, the name. You throws, know, throws people do you, know, do you the time. know
2: what it's on? I've heard of it. Do you know, what is it? What's it on? Do you know,
1: it's been so long since I've seen it. I'm not sure. I, I'm assuming Amazon Prime. Um, And it's I mean. It's wonderfully fun. And I mean, it's like a straight up serious mystery, murder and everything. And um, um, But there are points where the, the entire show just stops and they all sing to some pop song. And the pop song is playing and they're just singing along with it. And uh, I mean, it, it it fits in with whatever is happening in 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 the storyline at that yeah. moment. And then you know what, Jeff? And then they go back to everything else they're doing. It, it's seriously, it is. It's a great mystery, and it is just a straight up fun series. It looks like gonna... it might be on Net- Netflix. Um oh.
0: I'm going to get us um, out of here so so we can no, take let's this go. after dark. So, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> folks, thank you for joining this. This was on the rails, off the rails, on the rails, off the rails, but it's always a lot of fun. Um, so let's go around the room and find out where you can find these folks. I'm going to flip it around this time and give Eric Bolden uh first up. <laughs> just because he's wiping his eyes because he can't believe what he's just been part of. <laughs> Eric, uh. thank you. For Thank you for being here, you, you and your weeping peach. Um, where can folks find you? <laughs> the weeping peach from the latest
1: Hallmark movie before. the <laughs> <laughs> Now I have to go watch All Creatures Great and Small. I need a cheer up movie. Um,
4: I can be found at Bolden at techhub.social on Mastodon.
0: Thank you, Eric. Thanks so much. My feel good movie is Apocalypse Now.
1: What does that tell you? <laughs> that's a yeah. good movie. That's a really good movie. Yeah, it is. And when you tell people, except it's for maybe not the last ten movie, minutes, they their brains just kind of break because they can't wrap their heads around a movie doesn't have to be a war movie just because it's taking place during a war. I
2: love that's that that's one movie of my favorite talk-
1: movies of all time.
0: So now
2: you really don't know me. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On that philosophical note, Mr. Gamut, where can folks find you?
1: Well, um, um, I think in a few minutes you can find me in front of my television watching Blackpool on Netflix. It's uh, not on Netflix. Oh, it's it's gone from Netflix? Yeah. Oh, uh, it's probably like on BritBox or something now. So No,
2: I, I wish, because I get BritBox.
1: All right. Well, then I guess you won't it's find me Roku in front of my channel. TV watching Blackpool again. Um, so instead, um, how about on Mastodon and Instagram is Jay Gamet. Um, and then, uh, here on, on awesome TV shows and, and movies, uh, with, uh, with Jim Ray and special guest Chuck Joyner. Um, <laughs> I don't know why you keep letting me back on, but thank you. Um, Okay. So then on Thursdays, I am your interim host on the big show on the British Tech Network. And then again, on the Mac show on Fridays. And then Dave keeps letting me on in touch with iOS on Thursday evenings. Um, Although, I mean, after tonight, maybe not, I don't know. (laughs) We'll see. Uh, And then Brian Chaffin and I do the context machine together.
0: Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. Jim Ray, I assume we can find you in a winter wonderland on the Hallmark Channel. But other than that, where can folks connect with you?
2: So my word of words of wisdom is Charlie don't surf.
0: I like it.
2: Words to live by. Words to live by. Uh yeah, find me. You can you can find me. Don't look on Twitter, even though you might find me there. Um, but you can find me on Mastodon at ProViewJim at TechHub.social. And also my website is proview.com.
0: Thank you, Jim. Brian, thanks so much for being here. Um Next time, help me round up the uh, the crew just a little bit more aggressively because I've lost control completely tonight. Where can folks find you? Sure. Thank you for having me. A
2: um, couple of places, uh, Mastodon, uh, Brian8944 at mastodon.social, and then the – oh, I'm sorry, mastodon.cloud. Talking about all the different instances, uh, mastodon.cloud, and then also Twitter uh,
0: at uh, Brian8944. Great. Thanks so much. Last but absolutely not least, David Ginsburg, still sporting that Mac stock shirt.
4: shirt. David, okay. good to have you. Uh, where can folks find you? You can find me at in touch with iOS at intouchwithios.com. YouTube channel is in touch with ios, or it should be youtube.com slash in touch with ios. Uh, you can find me here on Tuesdays, on the Mac show on Fridays on the British Tech Network, as well as on Mastodon. I'm at daveg 65 on Mastodon.cloud and Twitter, DaveG65 as well. Thank you, Chuck. Thank you, David. Um, and I also want to make sure
0: that folks know that on July 22nd and 23rd, they can find David, they can find Jeff, they can find me at Conference and Expo. Uh, check out maxdocconferenceandexpo.com. You could join us too. We would love to have you. So get signed up and get there. We're going to have a lot of fun. Yep. Brian, are you coming? Yep, Brian's yep, I'll coming. I'll be there. Yep. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, Eric?
1: Hey,
0: yep. James, we... Eric still? Oh, man. Yeah, it's close. I just head down here. Cool. He's only like yeah, a couple we'll hours drive. Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. Okay. Jim, are you coming? I don't think so. They're filming a homework movie.
1: Um, no, they're not. Chuck, yeah. your delivery. That's what made me <laughs> laugh. It was the delivery. <laughs> just, thought I, oh just, thought oh. just
0: thought I'd mention it. Oh, Folks, I'm Chuck Joyner. This is Mac Voices Live. We do this every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, wherever you are. We have way too much fun at youtube.com slash TV. You should be here, too. Definitely want to thank the chat room for throwing in some great comments tonight. And there were some interesting side conversations going on as well. We will see you next time. As always, thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media.